it's Zandvoort, Verstappen's home race and a sea of orange. It was an exciting race this time, with the Mercedes Silver Arrows putting in fast lap times right from practice one, and Ferrari's pitch strategies as good as ever. I'm Andrew Elliott, and I'm here with my buddy David Proud, who cannot say Zandvoort for the life of him. But we'd like to welcome you to this special Dutch edition of the Tired and Exhausted podcast. If you like what you hear, please share us with your friends and family, and remember to go to tiredandexhausted.net for all previous episodes. It's great to have you with us. There was something that I forgot. I meant to mention this to you in the last podcast, but right. I completely forgot. Um, do you remember in Spa when Hamilton and Alonso uh, came together? Yes. Do you remember when, when Hamilton was, he didn't see him, Alonso was in his then, blind spot and he went kind of like, kind of launched, in, him. launched in the air yeah. and apparently he hit with like something ridiculous, like 40, 45G or something. Really? Was, yeah, that's why he got it. They wanted him to go to the... Um, and he didn't go to the hospital, To the medical centre or whatever after. No, because he, he was fine. But yeah, honestly, it was obviously high up in the air and smashed down. But the thing I wanted to talk to you about is... So the, the reason that Hamilton launched up in the air was that his rear wheel went over Alonso's front wheel. Do you yeah. remember? And what condition was the winglet in afterwards? Oh, right. Yeah, I see why you're going with this. It was fine. It wasn't. It, it wasn't. It wasn't perfect. So it was. I, but it I, I did check. There. It was like wobbling a <laughs> tiny bit. Yeah, because I said at the start of the uh, this season, those winglets are they're going to go doomed. flying. They're, yeah. Yes. Okay. No, so I didn't I, notice that. I mean, it looked like it was bent slightly, but it was still on. It was still on. It was. I did notice it wobbling around a tiny <laughs> bit. So it obviously loosened it yeah. somewhat. Um, but they must. They must be pretty sturdy to, to you know because that, that the whole car obviously you know the, the, or the weight of the car on it or at least <laughs> half of the weight of the car thinking about the g-force there because he is slamming down yes with absolutely no suspension none whatsoever from quite a height isn't he yeah like, i imagine... mean the, the, the shocks will absorb a tiny bit and there'll be a tiny bit of give in the tires but not not much so it's yeah it's it's gonna it's gonna hurt your back you'd think coming down at that, you know, from that height. Because he was, like, properly in the air. I, I can see what it... Didn't it set, it set off some some alarm in the car or something? Yeah, there are all sorts of sensors so that they can tell uh, just what the impacts are. So, yeah. you know, and, and it depends on the type of impact. So that was obviously a vertical impact. They can tell how fast, you know, how hard you... Let's say you drive into a wall. Um, they can tell how much, you know... What the impact is, um, if it's like lateral or, or and if you know. this light goes on, you have to go to the medical. And if center. it goes above a certain, yeah, uh, a certain figure, whatever that is, um, they they want you to go and see a doctor. Yeah. And he just thought he was fine and was obviously so cheesed well, he, off. They didn't even get a car or a bike for him. He had to walk back most of the well, way. Well, yeah, didn't I, I remember seeing like about ten minutes later, and he's still wandering. <laughs> he's still kind of wandering now back. Imagine to the if you're there, like as a spectator. And Lewis Hamilton is just casually w- walking back. Mm. I did think, all the, I did uh, think that was all a bit. Fans. That was a bit strange. Um, bit of a bit of a long walk. But yeah, I just wanted to mention that because I, I remember at the beginning. Yes, I did. So I, that was honestly, a prediction that, that well, didn't get most quite of our right. predictions do come true. You know, we were saying about the um, 
all the bouncing and we were, you know, a lot of the things that we talk about and we bang on about actually for a couple of like Ricardo podcasts, getting fired. Yeah, yeah, they do come <laughs> true. And I'm going to start a new one, which is uh, Bonotto's gone. I don't think he will be team principal of um, what of for 2023. Ferrari. Yeah, I think that he will get a call up to be in Ghostbusters, the next one, because um, he, he just it looks so much like a actor from Ghostbusters but yeah I, I think he's gone I think his cards are marked you've got two amazing drivers good car and you're having too many errors yeah. and honestly him talking puts me to sleep so you know when they cut to him during the race the minute he starts talking I, I, I just want to fall asleep yeah he's not the most he's not the most engaging I mean he doesn't need to be engaging there. he just needs to he just needs to get results and I don't think he's getting them at the but moment but you're mid-race you're mid-Formula 1 race and there's no like sense of like ah yeah it's just like yes well we will wait until uh, and it's just really I mean that in playing devil's advocate having a calming influence might not be the See worst that? thing in the world when everyone else is going nuts it's just yeah he needs he needs to get results and he needs to, to sort out his Imagine his me strategies. as team principal, and going, right, we're going to David Proud, team principal of McLaren, for his thoughts on, I'll be like, did you just see that? Did you see that? <laughs> what an amazing overtake. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, it, it, is, it is good when they're, when they're enthusiastic. From, yeah. a, from a, a, you know, a spectator or a punter's point of view, you know, it's, um, yeah, it is good. Um, while we're talking about Ferraris, they are still porpoising like crazy, aren't they? You to know, the you, point where... I think we were both saying, are they going to get told to? I think to they adjust? have. I think they have. They've been told to adjust a little bit. They, they were told. They were told to adjust the ride, the ride height slightly. But it's weird that since they've done that, they haven't been as competitive at all. No, no, because it makes a huge difference. It makes a huge difference to the amount of downforce you, that, that you have. Yeah. Um, but it, but even then, they're still they're still bouncing quite a lot. You know, if you look, if you watch, I remember watching some one of the cameras, and the Mercedes looked great. You know, it was like steady as a rock. Mm. And then you see the Ferraris and they're bouncing up and down. And then some t- occasionally you'll get the shot in the helmet and that's almost unwatchable. But how much of this do you think was the Mercedes fixed it? Red Bull fixed it? Red Bull never really had it. They weren't. They probably weren't quite as... I mean, McLarens were the, the only car who, who it basically didn't affect, didn't but they affect weren't that it. quick. Yeah. The Red Bulls ha- only had it a tiny amount, so they didn't really have much to do. They were just always really quick. But do you think Ferrari just went, oh, well, we're not going to fix it, we're just going to live with it? Because we're the fastest car, yeah. And then they got told, you can't do that, you've got to fix it, and now... Yeah, yeah Mercedes, obviously they're going to fix it, because it was, one, it was worse, so it kind of it porpoised at a, a lower speed... Um, so whereas the Ferraris were bouncing up and down at high speed, the, the, the Mercedes would, would kick in much slower. Yeah. Um, so it was just hurting the drivers. And you George know, Russell hurting was them. a tall chap to be bouncing up and down like that. Yeah. Um, you know, he was having to train differently because, you know, obviously your, your spine isn't isn't used to that. You know, they're used to kind of lateral G but not bouncing up and down. Um, and so, yeah, Mercedes had to fix it because it was physically hurting their drivers. And they, and it was a slow car, so they weren't gonna, really going to do any harm. And, and if they could get rid of it, at least to a point, the drivers would probably have to be able to push the car a bit more. Uh, because the Ferraris was happening at a higher speed, through the corners and stuff, they could still, you know, uh, yeah. drive the wheels off the car. And it was, a, it was, you know, in a lot of tracks, it was the fastest car out there. So they were obviously thinking, well, we don't want to mess with this because we could, you know, we'll... we'll, we'll focus our energies somewhere else because we might slow the car down. 
Uh, whereas now, I think they, they might have to. They might have to put so more energy into it. Do you agree that Bonotto's probably gone? Uh, well, I feel like this is a Grim Reaper podcast because <laughs> we just tend to talk about the people we don't want to see or that need to like it, shape up or ship out. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. I, to be honest, I thought he might have been gone, you know, for this year. Yeah, because he hasn't had the, the the most amazing few seasons. Well, if you think about it, the uh, the Ghostbusters film was all about the kids. So, like, they'll be back to doing, like, the adult version. Right. And then, then he'll get the call-up for that. Right, OK. I can't see that guy without thinking ghost Egon, Egon Spengler. He really is. really reminds me. Um, I tell you what it's was... spooky. <laughs> I'll tell you what, what was different this weekend. The Mercedes were quick. Oh, right, my God. From the word go. I mean, practice one, uh, I think Russell was top, and then Hamilton was, you know, was, was close behind. They were faster than anybody. Because that's another thing that we've been talking about for a number of weeks is that okay the Mercedes are rubbish on Friday practice but then by the race they're super quick they're just slowly this incrementally one, this one they got it right they managed to nail it from right from the beginning really really quick yeah. and obviously a different sort of track but they managed to you know to it's their initial setup that they've been getting wrong they've been managed to they can dial the car in every single race whereas this time they've actually thought okay it's this type of track um, and they've, they've managed to dial it in right from practice one. So that was really good. Yeah, I mean, I going to the qualifying, I found the qualifying for for this one really odd because for a lot of time, no cars were out. They seemed to leave it really, really late to go, even though it's quite a, um, you know, it's quite an easy track for there to be uh, a, a red flag because... The car stops. I mean, I, I really love the cranes, the, the the line, all of those corners, because you can't get, you know, any truck there to get them out. So it amazed me how many teams left it quite to the last minute on all, you know, on queue uh, one, two and three. You know, there were some teams that really were rolling the dice a little bit. Yeah, I think because it was... It's quite a it's quite a short track, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So maybe they were thinking, unlike unlike Spa, uh, where it takes forever and you have to come here. It, you know, you've got a the pit stops are longer. Um, it takes obviously longer to warm up your tires because you've got to do like your warm up lap takes you know a couple of minutes. Um, whereas you can be up and out and had to have a warm up lap done um, quite quickly in Zandvoort. So. I don't know. It, it, yeah, it was. It was a little. I mean, I thought qualifying was much better than oh, Spa. Miles better. I don't know. We said this about Spa that it was. I think it was all of those people so, so taking penalties. penalties. Yeah, you mentioned. You that. just kind of go, "Why are we watching it?" <laughs> but this this qualifying was a lot better. And Bar Perez spinning on the last um, Q3 yeah, both, just denied. Both, both Mercedes couldn't get a fast lap in. Yeah. Um, which is unfortunate, but I, I just love this track as well, and I'm I'm glad we were back again because it's the banking turns for me. Just oh, it yeah, just they, makes they it. Are good. Yeah, you, it's kind of there's some tracks where you go, oh, I'd love to be driving that. For me, herring around Silverstone, having done it on computer games, <laughs> it's not my favourite track. Like, really? No, because I mean, it's technically quite a difficult circuit you know some of the you know the chicanes and the bits um whereas anything with a banked curve <laughs> i think it's just because it just feels great 
going into corner and, and and you know the banking of it just so those are the the circuits where i'm like i would love to be in a car yeah for me it's tearing around that right now for me it's going up and down um so spa for you it's a spa brilliant. like a rouge i think that's amazing kind of going up yeah. a hill and then some of the the, the drops I, I really like i really like that um laguna seca obviously not a formula one track but you know you've got the um Massive uh, drop, yeah. I can't remember what, what do they call that corner. I have to look it up, but yeah, it, it's um, the it's, reason it's incredible. why I wouldn't want to drive Silverstone. It wouldn't be my favourite. Is what's the corner after Cops where they go through and you got Magus and Beckett's. Yeah, just, and it's really high speed. Yeah, and I can never get the racing line <laughs> right in there. I'm always either too quick, too slow. Well, you get if you get it if you get your um, if you're not going into Magus correctly, the rest of it's gone. Yeah, it's like the S's in Suzuka. Unless you get the first bit right, that's it. Yeah. You're going to get slower and slower, and you're going to just screw up the rest of the the rest of the bit. So yeah, I I just love that sweeping, banking kind of mm. turn. I think it's because I spent too much time playing Gran Turismo, and there was a lot of circuits on Gran Turismo that that they had some that were made up, completely fictional. Yeah, but they all had like at least one corner that was like a and, and you bank. get you get like indycar circuits and stuff as well yeah. so some of the, some of the ovals are they don't just have to be ovals they'll use like half of the oval and then the rest of it will be like a like a normal track so you'll get part of it where you've got this huge banked corner and then you can kind of have like a normal track and they're they're normally quite good fun talking about that because uh, we were talking about computer games watching this one um and i'm trying to remember which drive it was where i actually commented to you that they they obviously didn't have damage on because they smacked into a wall. Was it Stroll? No, it was Magnussen. Mag- ah, that was it, Magnussen. It looked like he went rallying. Yeah, so basically that was inc- he that was incredible. comes off, yeah. smacks into the wall and carries on going. Well, he hits two or three walls, doesn't he? Yeah. And he manages to kind of counter-steer, keep the car in the right in the right direction and, and for those going again. not familiar with computer gaming, you can switch like damage off, which means if you hit walls and everything, it's, it's going to be fine. That's, that's the setting you have on, isn't uh, it? Yeah, like obviously, yeah. It's the easiest setting to drive, but it just reminded me of like I was like he definitely has like damage. He, off. D- he did really well not to not to write off his car, didn't he? Because yeah. he kind of kept bashing into the wall two or three times. Um, yeah, yeah, but that um, was that was incredible. Just going back to qualifying, um, flares were causing issues again. Oh, did you see there was a video online on Twitter? Uh, they caught the person yeah, who threw the flare. They did, and it was part of the circuit um, security. Yeah, really? he was actually part of. He, I he didn't realise that. Staff. I heard. I heard they caught him and ejected him from the premises. Yeah, he was staff. What a muppet! Yeah, and uh, yeah. Um, I mean, it's just hugely dangerous. You got cars going at God knows what speed. Mm. Um, I think the flares there have been a problem. Certainly, they were last year and this year. It's just visibility. It's yeah. it's okay at the end. Light them at the end. Yeah, or between you know be- between sessions, it's it's fine. But when they're when they're doing their, you know, their, their kind of warm up laps, or you know, they're, they're, just just stop it. Yeah, somebody did put online. They said it looked like Blade Runner twenty forty nine because it was just the whole air was just orange. Yeah. Um, and Ricardo was out in Q one again. Oh, okay. So I was really, I was really hoping that he'd be thinking, <laughs> right, this is it. I've got to drive now. You've got to drive the wheels off the car just to get, a, you know, to get a seat for next season. But no, no. Anyway, we, we don't have to keep. No, no. Because I, I, I really think that I'm, I'm of the opinion if he 
doesn't have a seat next year, I I I, I won't shed any tears at all. I think he's a really. I love the energy of the guy. He's bubbly. He's great. He'd probably make a really great pundit. I think he'd be missed in the paddock for that, for his energy and. But, he, his form just does not deserve a seat when there's people in the wings who are. I've been thinking this for over a year. Yeah, you know he, he shouldn't. I don't think he should have got on I mean, the seat this year. If, if you look at the talent uh, coming up through. Formula Two, like it's yeah, and we we, we need to move on because we say the same thing. Yeah, but for like who 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 in Formula Two? Let's have a little look at this chair team. next to me would do a better job than Daniel <laughs> Ricciardo. Right. Okay. So, but my cat got, Jimbo would get faster lap times. Lawson, who I've mentioned, um, uh, any one of them, any one of them. Yeah, yeah. There's just so many uh, push. Poucher, am I saying that right? Wins a lot. So I, I just think that um, Druvilla, like I Honestly, I think that there's so many other young, talented people. That I'm, could I'm come at the in. point where I'd stick anyone in. Yeah. I'd stick anyone in. Because it's bringing young talent into the... And they can't do any worse. He's, he's not scoring no, any points. Not at all, yeah. Anyway, let's get let's get on to the race where he uh, he also finished at the back. Um, <laughs> but um, so, well, if he's if he's auditioning for Haas, then or actually no, he has to have been quite good this year. If he's auditioning for Williams, then eighteenth is actually he's getting mullered by Albon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, true. He's he's not he's he's out he's out his head's gone his head went at least a year ago probably eighteen months ago he didn't he he's rubbish last year had one good race and he's been rubbish ever since so as soon yeah as soon as he's gone the better what do we know honey badgers are nice but they're not quick so on to the next so there was a Hamilton science touch didn't they similar very similar incident to to, yes. to last time uh, again just a racing incident they you know they kind of knocked into each other you get that in the first yeah in the first lap there's not too much you can do they were quite lucky in that. It was kind of tire to body and not yeah. kind of wheel to wheel um, like Hamilton and Alonso. Um, so you know it obviously caused Hamilton a bit of an issue, but no real damage, which was which was good. Um, you mentioned Magnussen going rallying. I thought that was a really good save. Oh, I know we joked yeah. about him, but I, you know it wasn't. If you, if you, if, I mean, I've watched it a couple of times now. And he was properly having to counter steer and then counter steer again, and his back end is like fish tailing. Yeah, he still manages to keep it, you know, in in the in the right direction, and then he just kind of rockets off again. So I thought that was a brilliant, brilliant yeah. save. It's up there with uh, Verstappen's full three sixty carrying on. Yeah, that was brilliant as well. That was yeah. great to watch, like three sixty, and just again, just manages to stop in exactly the right direction, and then just rockets. In fact, off again. we're we're going to have to do at the end of this season. Uh, Best save, best save of the season. But them, to, that those two are definitely nominees. Mm. Um, going back to the Ferraris again, what are they doing with their pit stops? Do you remember the pit stop where they they didn't have the tires there? And I still can I still can get the bo- to the you've bottom got of that. Four tires. If you're sta- if three people are standing there, you know there's a problem. Like four 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 tires. But how how do they? How do they get three tyres and not the fourth? Because they're stacked in fours. Surely you would know. No, I mean, how did they make that mistake? That's what yeah, I'm yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> me too. I don't understand. They've got, they've got, unless, unless somebody had put the wrong tyre in, one in of the them. wrong place. So that when they opened it, 
they were like, "Oh, this is the wrong tire." Then they had to find it, and then because do you do you remember do you remember when this was a few years ago now, and I think it was when when Bottas was racing for Williams, I think, and they stuck on something like three hards and a medium. No. Yeah, yeah. They they put it put on the wrong tire, and he had to go back. They kind of brought him back into the pit, but he got it. He still got like a. I don't know if he got it. I don't can't remember which penalty he got. It was quite it was quite a severe penalty because you you know you're not supposed to put dodgy tires on. Yeah. So he got like a stop go or something, uh, or at least a drive through. So he had to kind of come into. I think he had to come in to change tires immediately, and then had to go and, and then do had to a go in go. again oh, and do oh, like a drive through or stop go because it, you know it, it was. You know, you're just obviously not allowed to, to to kind of put you know. Otherwise, you'd put like on two if it was on like a rear limited. You know, yeah, um, you, put track, hard, you put hards on the, on the back, back and, <laughs> yeah. and you know, and uh, and, and, and stuff. That on the would front. mix it up a little bit. Well, I, I'm all for letting the letting the the cars put on whatever they want. That, I'm, I'm all actually, for actually. That's a really good because they used to put tires on the wrong way as well, didn't they? How do you mean? Well, so the tires are designed to uh, to go in one direction, even right. though they're slicks. Um, and what they would often do is they turn them around. Because they would last longer, right? Okay. They're not allowed to do that anymore. They're not allowed to. They're not allowed to do that. And they're not allowed to. They've got like really strict um, rules on tire pressures and all sorts. See, this now. really annoys me because we spend more of our time talking about tires. Yeah, and they spend more of their time managing tires. That's not racing. That's just that's managing tires. And yeah, it's, dri- it's driving. It's not racing. Yeah, I I want to see I would, them flat out for two hours. Remember, remember, like back in back in the early two thousands, up till about two thousand and nine, actually, probably most of the two thousands, you'd, you'd you'd see them coming out of the uh, you know, so they'd, they'd finish the race, they'd take the helmets off, and they would be dripping with sweat. They'd be exhausted. They'd be like barely standing up because it's been it's been really hard for them and they've mm. been you know you'd, you'd it'd be absolutely incredible. on the wire yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd, and they'd be particularly races like singapore which is like kind of two hours at like ridiculous humidity ridiculous heat they'd come out and they'd be you know they'd, they'd just be shattered and struggling to you know to, to be interviewed and all that kind of stuff whereas and then as soon as the pirelli t- kind of tires came in um, it was all about time management, and okay, it's not as much about time management as it was in like 2011. Say, it's still too much about it, and they don't look that knackered, you know, yeah. when they, when they finished a race. Whereas, you know, 15 years ago, they were exhausted, absolutely exhausted. That's an interesting point, actually. I would probably be up for them removing the restrictions on having to have a set of four of the same. And actually saying you could put a different set on the front and the back. I think the best thing they could do is have different tyre manufacturers and have tyre wars again. Or just make the tyres last longer. Yeah. They, they they seem to think that having having pit stops is exciting, so but, we need to have lots of them. Yeah, but in terms of strategy, if you're allowed to... If some people are... If they're allowed to put, like, a set, like you say, a set of hards on the back, mediums on the front... One that's going to change the dynamic of the car. It's going to change the times. It's going to be. It's going to mean more thinking about strategy. But they're still, if, unless they, unless they're hard, unless they're just the tires are just more durable in general. They're going to be managing the tires. Yeah. Still, so we need we need to have tires that they you can, want to see it like they're they're going as fast as qualifying for those for the full laps. 
Yeah, or, or as, yeah. As, as close as you can get. Yeah. You know, I mean, some of the tyres now, they don't even last an entire lap of qualifying. You know, you see cars that are putting in, you know, blisteringly quick uh, Sector 1 and Sector yeah. 2, but well, they don't last well, for Sector 3. McLaren this weekend. Uh, Lando was fastest um, Sector 1, Sector 2, Sector 3 completely dropped off. What are we doing if if a set of tyres won't even last one fast lap? Mm, yeah, it's crazy. But anyway, back to Ferrari's pit stop. Um, the 12-second pit stop. Yeah, it was crazy. So they had the, 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 the rear left tyre wasn't there, and it, it must have been they stuck with, like, like you say, it could have been they stuck the wrong tyre in the wrong blanket or, and then, or something And then like when that. they went to get it out, they're like, oh. Oh, hang on, this is, yeah. a, this is a hard, should be so a medium. So they've got to run to somewhere else, and that 20-second that delay... Yeah, but then they left the tire, um, the wheel gun out, and Perez rode over it with both. Um, yeah, with the both front, wheels. Front only clipped it, but the, but back, the back went really went. Over, yeah, that could have been a puncture. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't, I, I doubt whether it would puncture the car, but it could have, it could have done some damage to the tire. Mm. Um, it's certainly not going to do it any good. No, um, I mean, what what I was more worried about was flipping the the wheel gun up. And then, yeah. um, and then kind caught, of flying yeah. around, and then hitting one of the one of the pit crew. Um, the, so we need to then also talk about signs in full, really, because overtaking under a um, safety car because he did he he yeah and Perez he a, and he had put an un- his anchors on. He had an unsafe release in the, the yeah the, in the I can't I can't remember which one. I think it was the first when when Sonoda stopped that pit stop. So um, it's like a smorgasbord of errors that, and I think one of the, again that's that's Ferrari that's not him know, again that's Ferrari strategy. But I would oh <laughs> one other thing I remember we need to talk about today, but the commentators did say like, are they just trying to go for every penalty in the book because they pretty much had at that stage. Yeah, it was they were they were hoovering up penalties like they were going out of fashion. Yeah. I tell you, I've got a note about the commentary though. It was. It was di- <laughs> I knew you were going to go there. I know. I, I know. I know. Commentating go. isn't hard, and it's like even even what we're doing well, here is okay. pretty easy. It was the worst commentary okay. ever. They were they got everything wrong. We have to start this by saying the Sky commentary is normally spot on. Like we'll be sitting there, um, like Statler and Wardorf, like um, from the Muppets. We'll be sitting there, and we'll the say yeah, we'll we'll say something like a critique. And literally, one of the Sky commentators will say exactly that same thing. And we're like, see? And the amount of times we've done that, and I'm not even joking, like that has been week in, week out. We've sat there and we've both commented or we've seen something on the uh, on the footage and we've commented, you know, we, we've mentioned it or done a little bit of a chuckle. And then they've said, they've picked up on exactly that same thing. And you kind of, so you go, right, normally... They are spot on. I reckon they all went out on the lash, like on the Saturday night, because the commentary on the Sunday was just. <laughs> well, it was, and and okay. I mean, Jensen Button is a bit nicer than Brundle. I think. I think so. Part of it was that Button wasn't pulling up Crofty. Um, yeah, cro- on, but Crofty going. Oh, maybe he won't want a safety car. <laughs> it was like. Yes, he would. Like, why would you not want a safety car so you could pit, pit under a safety car? And I know it's, it's, like, it's right smack bang in his pit window. That's the perfect time to have a, yeah. to, you know, to get a free pit stop. And then saying that um, 
uh, one of the cars was chasing a Ferrari and it was Aston Martin. It was like, well, that's clearly a, a green car that we are seeing in front. Um, it was just, it was really, they're normally so good. And I think that's why it stood out. Yeah, but, it was because, you know, occasionally you get you get the mention, you know, the wrong car or the wrong driver. Yeah, but they instantly like go, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, but this was, but it happened about ten times as well. It wasn't like you know. Once they or definitely twice. went out on the lash yeah, on a Saturday night. I, don't, I, don't quite I think know. Crofty was doing commentary with a massive hangover. Yeah, it could have been, could have been, but it did, it did seem, it did seem sub subpar. Um, <laughs> because, but they do set the bar really high because they're really normally very, very good. Yeah. Um, but we were chuckling like crazy because yeah. the amount of errors they were making but anyway you know some good racing really good driving um hamilton was doing really really well um he didn't get i mean it was i i'm not convinced he could have won anyway because that red ball was quick Mm. and i think i think verstappen would have been able to overtake him regardless i mean they they had the two the two safety cars didn't we towards the end and yeah i think it would have been hamilton's Verstappen would have had to have earned it. He would have had to have oh, sure, pitted. But I, don't, and I, I don't think he could have. I don't think he would have struggled to overtake Hamilton. No, because that that red that red ball is just so much faster in a straight line. But I think the the safety cars did hand it to him um, on a plate. Yeah, so the, the first one, not so much. No, I, I don't think. And that, so that was that, that was Sonoda's, wasn't it? Sonoda's, yeah, he where, and that was really weird because he pulled over first and said, "There's some the, the tires are falling off, yeah, uh, or the wheels are coming off." And they said, and they had they kind of you know stopped him there for a bit and said, "No, no, no we think you're fine. Carry on." And then they brought him in, um, and then he, adjusted was, his seatbelt. They they changed his tires, adjusted his seatbelt. But I had a take on this because you're like, "Why are they fiddling with the seatbelt?" I reckon when he pulled over to the side of the road, he, in frustration or whatever it was, he he yanked his seatbelt in preparation right, yeah. to get out because he probably did that, you know, unconsciously thinking, they've told me to stop, I've stopped, I'm, a, I'm preparing to get out. So when he went back in, of course, if he's going to continue, they need to, they need to strap him back in. Mm. So I think that was... Why? Because everyone's going, well, the problem he reported wasn't his seatbelt. But if he thought he was getting out of the car, he might have slackened something off. Or So I think that's probably the most likely thing is that in frustration or something, he was getting ready to exit the car. Yeah, then, I, 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 I wasn't, I didn't, I wasn't aware that they had to loosen them off before they took them off. I just they thought probably it would don't, just, but... Um, yeah, it could have just been something he did. You know, like most harnesses and stuff, you know, there's the clasp, but yeah. you can also, you know, and it it might even just be a subconscious, you know, it might be easier to undo it Once if it's it slack. slack. Yeah. Could it could have been. But anyway, so, so there was that first pistol and, and both Verstappen and Hamilton pitted at that point, didn't yeah. they, for, for, for new tyres. Um, but it was, it was Bottas where they left Hamilton out for track position. And okay, his tyres were only like five laps old, but, you know, it's still... It's such a bad error, because everyone else behind him was on fresh softs. Well, yeah, and, and so I, I've, I've listened to Toto after talking about this, and his argument, he was saying, we weren't going to win that race. 
um, unless wow. we tried something like this. So that was the only that was the only way we were ever going to win that race is if we had track position. And by some miracle, Hamilton was able to keep Verstappen from overtaking. He said he had he had he had his tires weren't that old. There was a slim possibility that Verstappen wouldn't be able to overtake with the soft tires, and that was the only way we were going to win it. If we'd have pitted him, uh, we you know we the, the the win was out. We weren't we weren't fast enough to be able to overtake Verstappen. So the only way we were going to win it is by keeping track position. And it was a long shot, but it was that or nothing. So I said it was just it was like okay. a hail mary. That, but that was the that was the only way we were ever going to win the race, which is kind of fair enough. Um, well, then, then it's a judgment call, and it didn't work. But personally, yeah, I, I still think it was the wrong call. Yeah, def- definitely. Because I, I, I think, think I, I if you'd have put him on softs, he'd have been ahead of George Russell. Well, so I, so I don't think he would ever have won the race from, he, from from that point. He wouldn't have lost as many positions. But he would as no. He, he would have kept he second. He would yeah. have kept second. I mean, there's a possibility he could have. He could have won the race without those two safety cars. Definitely yeah. possible. I, I think yeah, yeah. it was unlikely, but there, you know, it, 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 he he was at least in contention. Yeah, until um, that, and and they definitely definitely screwed him up. But so he, he he would have he would have kept second if he'd have pitted. So let's talk about that because there was a conspiracy theory, wasn't there? Yeah, of course it was. There there always is. Now, I mean, even I mean, Toto Wolff didn't didn't help because he was saying, well, if if we were fighting for the championship, I'd be looking into that a bit a bit closer. Yeah, and also one of the Formula One commentators, I don't know which one, said that all seems a bit weird. Well, it, it does. Well, it, no, it, it was. Fair. I think what made it weird is that it was the tires, then it was the seat belt, then he went. They, he went back out. I, I mean, like you say, in terms of physics, <laughs> you know, anything is mathematically possible. You know, uh, it's not impossible for it to have been uh, a, a strategy and a conspiracy it is highly unlikely in my opinion it is highly unlikely that that sequence of events that quickly <laughs> was conceived as a do this and help Verstappen and to be honest Verstappen isn't racing Hamilton for the title it's racing Leclerc so, well, it's, so that's the that's the the kind of the reason I think it's probably most unlikely. Yeah, I, I wouldn't, it's I wouldn't not, put it's, it past it's so... Dietrich Mateschitz to 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 you know to to ring up his junior team but and wasn't say enough time. Just do some. Oh no, of course it was. Yeah, but I I honestly think that. What, what do you mean there wasn't enough time? He could have just rung up and said, "Look, you need to do something with one of your one of your cars. Just pull him in." Yeah, yeah. I I just. I I look at it and go, what do you gain? Because he's, he's that, you know. So, so that, that for me is why I don't think yeah. it, it happened. Because there was... If the stakes are that high and it's Hamilton so, neck and neck, yeah. and you go, okay, he's maybe. He's so far in the lead yeah. and, and he was going to beat the Ferraris anyway. 100%. So no, he was going to no, extend his lead yeah. no matter what happened. Yeah, I, I, I don't put it, I wouldn't put it past them trying to do something like that i just yeah i just don't think but in I that think they're, they're, they're gonna they're gonna save yeah. these for when it's like when the championship is on the line yeah and not just any other oh race. god yeah if it's the last race of the season and it's all down to the wire yeah. then 100 percent, i'd be like oh yeah that's that's a bit convenient but i yeah i don't think it's helpful <laughs> like people jump into conclusions like that and it's really not helpful when somebody gets abuse online um yeah, they're directing it at the wrong person. If, yeah. if if anyone was going to be ringing up um, 
you know, Alpha Alpha Tauri, it's not going to be her. No, it'd be Dietrich Mateschitz or or, or Christian. Yeah, that's Horn going to be a high like level yeah. kind of. That's going to come from the top. Yeah, but I. <laughs> so I, to me, I, I would dismiss that pretty much outright as, um, yeah, people looking for drama. Yeah, I, and you know, Red Bull don't help themselves, though, do they? Because they, you know no. they they engineered the championship last year. Well, I think the the I mean, with, with the, the help of Michael Massey, <laughs> yeah, I I think the sport as a whole doesn't help itself because there are underhand dirty tactics and people complaining about things and you know they're all at it. They're all trying to. Well, you can you can accept you can accept teams doing absolutely everything they can in order to win. I yeah. can I can completely accept that. What what we don't like is where Michael Massey, the, the race director, is involved. Yeah. It's like when it's the when it's the management, when it's the people who are supposed to be eliminating corruption, are involved. That's when it gets. You know, you can I can accept teams trying to do anything they can, um, you know, to win races. You know, trying yeah. to bend the rules as much as they can and get away with stuff and, and or use influence and try yeah, of course. And like, but, um, reason and argument and yeah but they just need to get shut down they need to get shut down no 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 you you know you know they, they shouldn't even be you know be ringing up the race director and saying oh yeah you need to let these five cars through you know it's just um i have to make a apology to you um i didn't bring any snacks for this that's I'm, I'm, I'm so glad because normally you're just kind of sitting there rustling away and it just yeah. annoys me have you seen I've, I've, Have you seen my juicy pears on the? Uh, table? Yeah, what? What? <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do like a firm pear, but what? what they are. are they are a voluptuous pear. What are they there for? There are six pears. Do you know where they came from? A pear tree. Yeah, but do you know actually where they came from? Whose pear tree? No. Yeah. Okay. Um, your good wife had a, a lady pop round who's into health food, right? And um. They're from her pear tree, so um, yeah. There you go. No, okay. I, I've solved that mystery as to why there are five pears sitting on your I thought kitchen they were, table. I thought they were yours because then they're around your your laptop. Might, yeah, no. I might try one later. Yeah, I mean, pears have got like a five second no, window. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay, they might be getting there. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just, I'm just pears. Pears, they're like too hard, too hard, too pears. hard, and then there's like a five second window where you're in another room where they're perfect, and then you walk back in and, they're, and they're, they're mush. Yeah, they're done. Um, yeah, they're they're still quite firm. I'm not going to fondle every one of your yeah, pears. Yeah, okay, okay. Have um, you got anything else? Well, also, uh, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, herbal tea. Herbal tea. See, right. I uh, I've, I've been off my booze for for I I I, I had a drink on. Friday, a week ago, Friday was the last time I had, and then we uh, to we raised a glass yesterday. Um, yes, we to did the, to the queen. To the queen. Um, yes. So I had a, a little bit of a drink last night, um, but that was I didn't didn't really enjoy it. I just I've, I've been completely off alcohol. Everyone goes through periods of. I'm sure I'll get it back. Detox, so you can yeah. retox. Um, I, however, we did a little bit of a podcast, and we had a technical issue. We did do a shout out to the lovely Danielle at Amps, didn't we? And then it didn't end up uh, because of a technical issue. 
um that bit didn't actually make one of our podcasts which um but i uh so we can mention her here daniela amps i am drinking one of their lovely red wines which, which is grand crew status so it's basically like chateau neuf de pap but oh, it, um, is that the one that's just won the award yeah so basically it's in the same valley as chateau neuf de pap uh same weather same grape same soil everything but it's like half the price and there's um the, this 2018 bottle um uh, that she can't get hold of anymore and i've got like four of them um uh, which is really bad um i mean i'm drinking one now and i've still got four of them so i've stocked up on them and it's really nice it's called Karan. okay it's really nice um so yeah um but it's a manchester-based company called boutois or something and they were an importer of wine um but because they're manchester based they have the little um uh butterfly logo you know the manchester strong because of uh, manchester bonnet yes, they have the little um uh the butterfly on every single bottle oh. because they're a manchester owned company which is really lovely so every bottle you you get of theirs has got like the little butterfly on and i just i love that story so yeah. um uh and yeah. danielle who works at amps on the it's the, the smallest shop in Aundel. Yes, is a massive Formula One fan yes. as well. So yeah, her and her partner. Don't, don't so, mind mentioning um, them. Yes, um, yeah, and I just I, I'm I'm a sucker for a really nice story as well. So because it's a Manchester company who own a vineyard out in in uh, they started importing it and then now they own the vineyard. Nice and yeah, it's just really nice. So um, yeah, so I'm I'm drinking that while you're on the herbal tea. We'll have to swap next time, and I'll do the herbal tea, and you, you you can drink a bottle of something. So, um, any more for any more with Vander? I I keep saying this wrong, Vander. No, Vander Fort. No, you've you've got it wrong, Vander. No, Van. No, Vander Plank. No, Van. No, is it not Van? No. What is it? Zandvoort. Zandvoort. Okay, not Van. No. Where did I get Van? I don't know. Sandfort. Sandfort. Yeah. Sandfort. Okay. And who is it I keep saying? I keep saying Schaffernacker, don't I? And it's. Uh, Mar Safnau. Yeah, that's one. So I say. I'll, it, you I'll, say, the, I'll it. say the names. <laughs> <laughs> you, can do the, you can do the commentary. Um, so yeah, Monza. Monza next. Ah, oh, yes. Not. Okay, not my favourite no. track. I'll give you a £10 bet that Daniel Ricciardo doesn't, doesn't win it this season. <laughs> Um, not not my favourite track because it's well I guess it, it might be better it might be better um, this time because they can they can tailgate a bit more yeah. um, but in in recent years because they haven't been able to you know it just hasn't been that exciting it's just a point and squirt track but I'm I'm hoping what are you doing sorry it's I'm, I'm just swapping you're glasses. having another glass right yeah sorry um, yeah it's it's a point and squirt track. Um, excuse me, point and square. Yeah. So okay. all it, all it is is just like a ninety degree bend, and then you just rock it. Okay. So it's like it's like a really fast straight, long straight, jam the anchors on, ninety degree bend. So You're not like sweeping curves. It's every it's it's just the same technique. You just kind of you you, you drive as fast it's as you can. It's a simple track, and that's why Daniel Ricciardo won last. You jam season. on the brakes. You turn. You turn the. You know, turn the wheel, go around the corner in the same way they go around every other corner. It's not like you don't have like a rouge or sweeping yeah. curves or anything like that. It's like ninety degree bend, and then you just like jam on, you know, the, the throttle again. So yeah, point and squirt. Okay, I mean it's got amazing heritage, and apparently the atmosphere is phenomenal. 
If you handed me 10 of your English pounds right now, I would give you 10 to 1 odds on Daniel Ricciardo winning. Think of the return you'd get back. Hang on. I, I give you £10. Yep. And if Daniel Ricciardo wins, I get what? 10 to 1. 100. Yeah. Not, not a chance. <laughs> not a chance. You'd get £100. I know. I would lose £10. <laughs> well, that's that's the gamble. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I wouldn't I wouldn't give you ten pounds if I got a hundred pounds if he got points. Oh now there's a right um Okay. We need to stop talking about him because I'm 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 bored with it, so everybody else must be. Yeah, I know, but we're talking about it in terms of gambling odds, which makes it yeah, intimately more funny. Yeah. Um he's definitely not gonna win it. Uh I he's am over. still hoping Hamilton gets his one win. Yeah, it won't be at Monza. Too, they're too slow in a straight line. Yeah. So we'll see. I, I, th- I think he. I think he might still get his win this season because they're looking good. But it's going to be. It's going to have to be on the right track. And Monza, isn't it? You know, the Williams do well. Williams is a very slippery car. Um, but the Mercedes just got too much drag. So like tighter, twistier tracks, much much better. But over you know tracks like like Spa, it was a bit too slow in a straight line. Monza, it's going to be the same. Um, yeah, it needs to be another track. The Red Bull will be mighty at Monza. Yeah, well, it's it. He's just dominating, isn't he? Yeah, the, the Red, the Red Bull will be mighty. The, you'll see the Ferraris bouncing up and down, and cars like the Williams might be slightly out of place as well because they're slippery. You know, you always see them with. You always see cars with much skinnier rear wings and stuff on, um, but they're not going to be able to change the Mercedes that much. I don't think. No. Right. Um, standings. Very, very quickly. Uh, Verstappen now on 3.10. Charles Leclerc on 2.01. That's done. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's that's over. Perez on 2.01, the same as Charles Leclerc. So Charles is now competing with Perez. Yeah, you keep saying that. He has been for, for, yeah. for weeks now. Perez was ahead. That's unbelievable. Russell on 1.88. Bloody good. So Russell's actually ahead of Carlos Sainz on 175. Mr. Consistency is doing well. He just keeps trucking. Then Lewis Hamilton on 158. And then there's a massive drop for poor old Lando Norris down in 82. Um, Lando's doing the best he can. Um, and then Esteban, and that was normally, uh, that was almost um, Esteban Ocon. Esteban Ocon. Uh, in the Alpine at 66. So Lando's doing well to keep ahead. So Lando well, hopefully... the Alpines are a quicker car, aren't they, at the moment? They really are. Um, Alonso's on 59, so Alonso's catching up with Ocon. Um, the, the only reason Alonso is behind is, we've said this before as well, but it's just bad luck, isn't it? He's a much better driver. Yeah, let's have a look at uh, teams. So Red Bull 5.11... To Ferrari three seventy six, that's over as well, isn't it? You'd think. Yeah, they'd have to have a miracle. Yeah, and then where are the Mercs though? Right, because I, I I can see a scenario where unless I mean, un, unless the 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 Ferraris get their act together. Um, do you want to do a little drum roll? Ferrari, I can see the I can see the Mercs leapfrogging Ferrari. Yep, Ferrari three seven six Mercedes 
three, four, six. Yeah, it's not. Too, it's, it's just thirty points in it. Yeah. So Ferrari aren't competing with Red Bull anymore. They're complete competing with Mercedes, who are getting incrementally better. Don't have strategy issues apart from obviously one little mistake with tires. Um, they certainly don't have as many. No, and an Alpine is one two five to McLaren's one oh one. So Alpine look as if I mean I have to say, without talking about the driver we don't mention, that is two drivers against one driver because what <laughs> McLaren is one driver at the moment. So to be fair to Lando Norris, he's doing well to keep up with Alonso and Ocon. He's he's doing well. Um and then there's a huge drop drop to Alpha at fifty one. Which so, which which alpha? No, alpha as in like the team alpha. Which one? Alpha. And then it goes Hass. Alpha Tauri or Alpha Romeo? Oh, okay. I see what you mean. <laughs> okay, that was confusing because Alpha is spelled A L F A. Alpha Romeo. Right. 51. Then it's Hass. Then it's Alpha spelled A L P H. This is a podcast and they can't tell which one you're saying. Yeah, no, I know. Um, Okay, so Alpha Romeo. And neither could I. I, I, no, I couldn't remember which one was, was, was in the lead. <laughs> that got really confusing. Right, Alpha Romeo at 51, Haas at 34, and then Alpha Tauri at 29. Yeah. You, can, you can abbreviate, you know, Mercedes to Mercs and stuff, but you can't abbreviate yeah, the Alphas Alpha because to, there are two Alpha teams. Yeah, that, I didn't realise that. That's actually where some that's come up. So it looks like Ferrari, that Ferrari-Mercedes fight, is all to play for and the McLaren um, and Alpine fight is all yeah, to play for I, but I, I don't I'm, think I'm not sure the McLaren Alpine fight is all to play for anymore I, 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 I can't see that Lando can single handedly no. keep up and the thing is McLaren's going to know that the only reason they lost out to Alpine is because they're down a driver essentially it's like one hasn't turned up so there's nothing Lando can do. He's still, in terms of driver standings, um, above both of the Alpha drivers. Yeah, so he's I, individually I, I, beat I them. I think even that he's going to struggle just because the Alpines have just they've, well, they've, they've managed to improve the car a bit more. You say that, but he's still Lando is still 82 to Esteban Ocon's 66. Yeah, sure, but there are quite a few races left, mm. and and I just I think I think McLaren haven't upgraded their car quite as well as but if Lando can get to the end of the season and be 7th to be the best of the rest oh that'll be that'll be a a great achievement for him yeah because he's not he's he's not in he's he's not in the the 4th best car no no not at all but he's ringing every single bit out of it that he can so um, but I have to say the I, I think the Mercedes Ferrari battle is the one to watch. <laughs> it's almost like Red Bull's just out ahead, just doing their Red Bull thing. Um, short of some major incident, I think it's yeah, we'll all see. over. We'll see.